Hi, everybody. Welcome to our daily podcast, We Go For It. We're sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. This podcast is brought to you by Norman and Advancing Life Projects. Let us help you advance your life project. In this podcast, we embark on a transformative exploration of personal growth and development in order to improve and enhance the results we're getting in whatever worthy endeavor we have seriously chosen and are committed to. Thanks for joining us on our 365-day Best Wishes for You series. This is episode 34 on a sweltering August evening. It's about 31 degrees here in the dark. It's the evening right now. Today, the temperature hit about 37 degrees. It's been hot. But our wish of the day for you in episode 34 is, may you remain steadfastly dedicated to the goal you have set your heart on, but adapt your strategies when necessary in order to increase your effectiveness. Now, I think at first glance, this seems pretty self-explanatory. But there are a number of underlying ideas and concepts which may assist you in more successfully implementing this approach. There's a part here that I find important, which is the part about setting your heart on something. Now, this requires real honesty. Honesty about yourself. Honesty about who you are and what makes you feel fulfilled. And dare I say, what makes you happy? Now, in order to find out, you must take the time to understand as completely as possible what fulfills you. That is your duty. That is your obligation. You see, every time I have done that, it's led me to wise choices and what I like to call foundation joy. You know, this, 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 just this sense of well-being that pervades just about every moment of my day and it makes all my days a blessing it's a blessing that i am thoroughly aware of and i actually feel you know as this as i said as this it's this pervasive overall sense of well-being because i listen to myself and and here let's take a brief look at the law of vibration and the concept of intuition. You see, the law of vibration, a lot of people talk about the law of vibration and attraction, and that's true, but we can also pay attention to other elements of it. And, you know, there are certain things that we are just simply naturally more in vibration with than other things. We have a certain predisposition for certain things, for certain activities, for certain professions, jobs, hobbies, even people. And there are these elements that we naturally gravitate towards, that we are in harmonious vibration with because of many things, because of genetics, because of conditioning, whatever it might be. And we need to be aware of that. You know, I call that love. Love is when we are in vibrational harmony with something or someone. It's not forced. It just feels right. And the best way to identify what we love is through the use of our intuition. You know, that quiet voice within that tells you the way to go, as Emerson put it. And I don't know, it might sound a little bit cliche, but when it feels right, you know it. 
And I think that when a person starts to deny that voice or starts to deny the existence of it or the message, they they create a lot of unhappiness for themselves. They become what we could say out of integrity. And I think that two of the biggest sources of interference of that quiet voice are ego and other consciousness. You know, we let our egos get in the way. You know, we 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 have a particular idea of what we should be doing, of what our our whatever we've seen outside on social media, television, but maybe a friend might be doing or suggesting, and we think that's what we should be doing. We let our egos get in the way. And at the same time, we also listen to and we care too much about what others think or may be thinking if they ever seriously think about us at all. We we pay too much attention. We allow these external forces, well, ego's internal, but we allow the external forces, the other consciousness to guide us. L- let me share with you a what I like to consider a beautiful, incomplete, messy, therefore real life story. When I was about 21, I went to work at Mellon Bank. I started at the bottom of the totem pole. I was working, doing, I forget what they called it. I was doing some some administrative work in the bank. I was at university at the time. And I was was pretty good. I was getting the job done. I had initiative. They liked me. They said, oh, you have a good future in the business. And I remember that I, I did that job for two months. It was supposed to be a permanent position, and I only did it for two months. And let me tell you why. I remember every morning getting dressed, putting on my shirt and tie, and getting onto the train. There, Miami at the time, it still does, had this little, this little funny train. It was a train, but you know, it was, I think, all of 10 stops or something back then. And I remember taking the train to, I think it was Brickell Avenue. I don't remember anymore. It was a long time ago. And all the way on the train ride to the office, I would feel sick. I would feel like I had the flu. Totally sick. I felt <clears throat> I felt miserable. And uh, I, after a couple of months, I just I just realized that it wasn't me. That that wasn't what I was meant to do. I, I I guess you could call it a blessing and a curse that I I need to be honest with myself. And if something doesn't feel right, then I just can't do it. I, I can't. And no matter how hard I try. And as I've gotten older and had kids and I'm raising these beautiful kids... I realize that I've matured a bit or changed, I don't know, and maybe I accept things a little more than before. It doesn't make me any happier, though. But back then, I just couldn't do it. So I, I quit. I quit after two months. I couldn't do that. Then there was law. Couldn't do that either. Then I worked and I decided to join a family business, my family business, uh, as an exporter. That didn't work. Uh, then a salesperson, and then back to trainer. Back to trainer as a language teacher, and then as a personal development seminar trainer and coach, and an author. 
And I realized that I've come full circle. And what fills me, what drives me, what I could do until the cows come home is teach, write, work with people, work with people on the ground, guiding, assisting, providing maybe some advice, acting as a sounding board for those people out there, for you, for those people who are attempting to try something new in their lives, who are stepping out. The, as we say in this podcast, the boldly aspiring. People are aspiring to new things. And it fills me. It's something that I, how could I say, it's me. And when you realize that, when you realize, well, first and foremost, I'm a father. And that was something that came to me after a lot of process and introspection. And finally, I paid attention to the voice. And it wasn't something I was ignoring. Let's not get the wrong impression. But it was something that I didn't, I wasn't aware of. And so first and foremost, that, that when I go to the grave, hopefully they'll play a cool song, that will definitely be first and foremost on my tombstone, a father, then a husband, and then a teacher. That's who I am. A writer with a bit less talent, maybe, but I, I do enjoy it. It fills me, and, and I'm very happy. I'm happy the way I spend my days, and I wish that for everybody else. You see, I didn't have a lot of guidance when I was going through all these different, you know, moments in my life from the age of 21 and onward, I had my intuition. But I'm like, I can't blame anyone for that. You know, my mom, my brother, and my sisters, my friends, you know, yeah, they cared about me, but they couldn't give me what they didn't have. And they didn't own that awareness. And anyway, it was going to be up to me to figure out what to use to fill in the space I had created. Because I had created a space. When I going back to my story at the bank, when I left the bank, I created a space. I said, I don't want this. And that's fine. Where you say you don't want something, but then it's your responsibility to figure out what you're going to fill that space with. It's a good first step, though. And it's, a, it's an important step. Let's not, let's not discard it. Knowing what you don't want, knowing what you don't like, that's an important step. It's an important part of self-discovery. And, and here I'll diverge a bit, you know. As I said, it's important to know what you want, but it's no less important from my point of view. Now, you may disagree with me, and I welcome a spirited debate, it, that it's just as important to create that space, to know what's not important for you. I mean, <clears throat> create the space and then fill it. At the same time, we want to stick to our honestly appraised and decided on goals. So if we've gone through this process and we're clear with ourselves about who we are, what we want, we've set a goal that is in harmonious vibration with who we are, our values and our purpose, great. Never deviate from it. Do not deviate from it because you've made a decision. You've decided on a goal. And when you decide on something, that means you've cut yourself off from all other possibilities. That's, that's what a decision actually is. Don't give up the goal, but be prepared to alter and adapt your strategies and tactics as the situation requires, because it will. It will life will force you to 
adapt your tactics and your strategies. Life is messy and we must remain agile in front of the different variables and the different challenges and things that will crop up and emerge that might slow us down. It's it's a fact of life that it's going to happen. So as we as we take a look at this wish, we want to make sure that we are honest with ourselves, that we've decided on something that we really want, a goal, and then we stick with it. And we through our creative faculties and our ability to ask better and better questions we can adapt different strategies and tactics and vary those in order to eventually reach that steadfast, that constant, that all-important goal that we have set for ourselves very clearly in harmony with ourself, with our values, and with what's most important to us. If you've enjoyed today's episode, thanks for subscribing to our podcast to stay updated on our latest episodes. And please remember to follow us on social media for more content. As we part ways, I share my sincere wish with you. May you remain steadfastly dedicated to the goal you have set your heart on, but adapt your strategies when necessary in order to increase your effectiveness. Until next time, take care, be kind to yourselves and each other, and remember that ultimately you hold the key. Thank you for your time.